Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. We're going to get started. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the session of Let's Give Them Something to Talk About, How About Purpose. My name is Ross Leibowitz. I'm the Senior Director of Workplace Products at Tango. At Tango, we are a leader of uh, integrated workplace management solutions, providing portfolio strategy, lease transactions, lease management, space management, desk and room bookings, uh, project management, really the whole gamut, uh, new energy and sustainability for that. And we're very happy to be sponsoring the theater here of, of Workplace. And let me now introduce today's speaker, uh, uh, Heather Turner-Lope and Annie Centenary, who will be uh, presenting. Thank you, Mike. It should be on. Is that what you Yeah. All right, I feel like it's appropriate yep, to start off with, uh, let's give them something to talk about. Right? All right, is everybody with us? Okay. So we're gonna hit really quickly on purpose and how important it is to connect to the purpose of an organization. Um, again, my name's Heather, and I'm just gonna roll right on through this. So what is the purpose of me attending this session. Why are you here? What is the purpose of the organization I work for? What's the purpose of the office? There's a lot of questions on this screen that is very individual, very unique to each one of us. And a lot of these questions, even some of us are still trying to figure out. Um, but when you think about what is my individual purpose, just give that some thought. So 70% want a sense of purpose as defined by their work. This is according to McKinsey, and when you think about the staff, it's so important in, in today's talent recruitment, retention, and engagement strategies to be thinking about how we connect our employees to the purpose of the organization. Thank you, Ms. Annie, for that. <laughs> so when I reflect on uh, the firm that I work for, which is EUA, it's an architecture, engineering, and interior design firm in Milwaukee. Um, we believe great design is all about elevating people's potential. So I really gravitate for this personally. When I think about that, for us, it's not about the award. It's not necessarily about the project. For us, it's the opportunity to elevate the opportunity for maybe the employee to do a better job, maybe for the healthcare provider to save a life. Um, it could be the opportunity to elevate the potential for a team member. And so when it comes to culturally and how we relate to this, we, we talk about how we celebrate that um, with one another. And so I want to turn over to Andy. Do you want to just talk a little bit about the purpose of Denome and then maybe how you kind of resonate with that personally? Of course. So, well, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like double whammy up here. It sounds weird up here, but it sounds good. Does it sound okay to you? It's fine to us. Can I yeah. talk here? Is that yeah. better? Okay. Annie Centenary, and I work for Danone, and I always get the remind me what Danone does again. Uh, so, everybody in this room probably encounters Danone products every day. So, that is Horizon Organic Milk, Oikos Yogurt, Light and Fit, Activia. Evian. Um, so we are the number one of the number one CPG providers in North America with um, yogurt and plant-based food, along with premium dairy products. So Danone's mission is bringing health and food to as many people as possible. 
and two years ago when I set out on this journey to find a new job, um, I interviewed at four, five, six different places, and I had job offers for three different places. And it came down to their mission. And they actually do provide health, uh, food, to as many people as possible. And, you know, when I thought about it, I was like, why wouldn't I work for a company where I can actually make impact and change and have a purpose for a product that is in every single one of our households every day? Um, so my purpose every day at work is to create impact for the organization, for the frontline workers who were in the factories every day during COVID when we were working from home. So there's just a little bit more of a story behind it and great purpose. So when we talk about purpose, um, a lot of retention strategies are swirling around well-being, and we wanted to focus a little bit about this. Um, and looking at Danone's website, Annie, I just want to read something from your website. Um, it says that this is a collaborative and social workplace with a focus on well-being. We place importance on networks and relationships, not structure and process. I love that. Um, would you tell us a little bit more about how you're doing that internally and the, Im the impact that it's had on the corporate real estate portfolio? Sure. So Danone is taking on um, this purposeful presence strategy among all of our corporate offices. So everyone says, oh, I come to the office two to three days a week. We don't have a mandate on hybrid work or how many days we have to work in the office versus at home. But I'll tell you, I work in the office two to three days a week. I do not. Um, and most people don't. However, we're trying to create these purposeful presence moments of coming into the office for moments that matter. So you can see on our screen here, there's some big larger events and it comes, it's enterprise opportunities, it's team opportunities, as well as just individual time at the office. So tomorrow, I'm going into the office, but I'm not going into the office until noon to have a lunch with team members, and then I'm gonna leave, because I'm going there for a specific purpose. Um, there's no reason for me to be in the office to do heads down work. That collaboration, that culture, it's not festered in that way. It's really these purposeful presence moments. And I was just gonna share at EUA, in contrast, um, when we came back to the office, we do have four days in, one day flex. Again, really embracing the idea that if you've got things that you need to take care of at home or you've got to have a little bit more flexibility in your day, do that. But at the end of the day, we're a design profession and we're better together. And by golly, we design spaces for people to come together. So shouldn't we be together designing spaces for people to come together? Um, but I will also share on the operation side for those who have more hybrid teams. And we have five offices, so we are doing a lot of collaboration and there are a lot of team members that I don't know as well. Um, one little nugget maybe to take away and incorporate in your own offices or workplaces is we do mingle bingo um, at our quarterly meetings. And so we get bingo cards that are sent out through chat and that gives us a way to kind of connect with one another across the five offices, get to know. I mean, some of the questions on there are things like, you know, who in the group has a tattoo and we get shuffled around and then everyone gets really wild about who gets the first, you know, bingo. So it's fun. Um, I told Heather that I'm going to steal that one because I really enjoy mingle bingo. Mingle bingo. Mingle bingo. Let's hop over to sustainability. I'm just going to read a little quote here from Sherm. 
it said, Sherm did this, um, had, a, had a topic out about increasingly, corporate sustainability initiatives are necessary in order to compete for and retain for top talent. Employees are seeking out organizations with strong environmental programs, making these initiatives as important as the overall employee brand. I mean, that's pretty impactful. Um, Annie, can you talk to us a little bit about Danone's sustainability initiatives? And I love when we were, we were kind of chatting the prep for this, the do what you say you're going to do philosophy. It's the walk the talk. Um, so Danone has three pillars for sustainability. Um, it is nature, people, Health, duh. <laughs> company, we're providing food to all these people. Sorry, just nervous up here. Um, so we got you. Thank you. Yeah. My voice is like shaky. Yeah. Can't hear it. Great. <laughs> um, so you know, this was also one of the reasons that I came to Denome because of these pillars and what, like, we do walk the talk. So, for example, there was this shortage in infant formula. Um, I don't, it wasn't that long ago, it was like a year ago, and we couldn't get no one to get their hands on formula. And in the United States, our formula is not FDA approved, um, but our formula is approved everywhere else around the country. So we partnered with the White House, and we had our optimal formula flown in um, so that it could be sold everywhere and given away. Um, we also, really cool, um, we make milk, right? So in order to make milk, you have cows. Cows produce gas, right? And it's bad for the environment. So here we are creating this food and beverages for everyone to enjoy. However, we're depleting the environment doing that. So we've invested in companies so that we can create a feed so that the gas is not as harmful to our environment. Like, how great is that? So we're giving back to our communities. Um, and then I just put on here what those, um, our hope values are. So it's like walking the talk, being accountable, putting to know first, making decisions. Um, and we really do these things every day. Like a lot of times you walk into an organization and they say they're doing all these things for the environment. Well, we are one of the world's largest B Corps. Um, so that really speaks volumes for to know and what we're doing every day. That message to your employees like how do they know about that yeah so right now for example there's a scavenger hunt campaign going on in our office around sustainability and recycling so like in Colorado composting rules have changed right so you can only compost food waste so how are we making that's how we're making people aware of it um, you know we're constantly doing really great things like um, Let's take a tour of our plant or go to the farm in New York to understand how our products are made. And then can you talk a little bit about, you have facilities and locations across the country. Um, how, how are the regional differences in regards to the real estate reaction to sustainability? Do you do things differently in one location versus another? Definitely do things different. Um, we have two major corporate headquarters. One, one is in New York and one is in Broomfield, Colorado. And our Broomfield office is very, very um, big on composting. We compost ourselves. Um, we, we 
have no food waste. Uh, we have a campaign for um, zero food waste by, I believe, it's 2031. Um, and we're just very hyper focused on making sure that you know we're recycling, composting. It's a very big commitment. Um, and then in New York. These Evian bottles, they're everywhere. In Colorado, no one walks around. Everyone has their own bottle. So it's, you know, culturally and geographically, when it comes to sustainability, different parts of the country, it's just different. All right, well, we're going to talk a little bit about changes. Um, and really, when we think about the dynamics that are going on and how to connect people to purpose, we've got hybrid, we've got people in the office, we've got people who are com completely remote, and so there's a lot on our plates in terms of how to deal with this. Um, and I know that we don't all have unlimited budgets, and it would be great if you know, we did, and we could do all the things. Um, but at the end of the day, I guess, Nanny, I want to pivot back to you on changes in the physical space, in the physical footprint. What is Danone doing? And I guess my second question is, is there any low-hanging fruit for those of us who maybe don't have you know, a, a limited budget right now, but want to do something for high impact to engage employees on purpose? Absolutely. So right now in our Colorado footprint, we have two facilities and we are taking advantage of some lease expirations that we have coming up. So as I said earlier, we don't have a mandate to come back in the office. We are not going to have a mandate to come back into the office. So we looked at all of our data and our space in Colorado is used at about 23% occupancy. So there's no one in the office. So we're taking advantage of that to consolidate ourselves. Um, and we're actually announcing it tomorrow, so I'm not giving anything away. <laughs> um, and that is really going to create this purposeful presence strategy that we're going for. And the one thing that we are doing is we are incorporating a new position within our real estate department. Um, and it is going to be called, we're not sure yet, but a chief strategy officer uh, or a chief experience officer or an experience manager to really help foster those purposeful presence moments. So making sure that if one group is having a town hall, it doesn't you know, conflict with another one and that um, our offices are staying at like 80% occupancy um, and we're doing bigger events outside of the office as well. So um, having this new position that will roll up into um, the CRE is going to be great. And so on the physical side of things, um, you know, we've got a lot of different clients that are working on a lot of different things. Some are really kind of a little bit more focused around amenities and things that they're doing in the physical space. Um, I did want to share kind of maybe a little hanging fruit. This is from Oshkosh Corporation. They're the maker of like Humvees and rescue vehicles. Um, Wilson Jones is their CEO, and this story, every time he shares it, it just, I don't know, pulls at a heartstring of mine. But Environmental graphics is kind of an easy win, and so for those purposeful moments that they have their employees come in, they have an area where they celebrate some of the letters that they receive from soldiers, soldiers' wives, who have been saved by their vehicles. And so they have these posted, you can kind of walk through it, and I think there's some collaboration areas around it. Um, I'll give you a minute, just a second to kind of read that.
that last line. It is us who should be thanking them for bringing more meaning to what we do. And so when Wilson shares the story about these letters, it's really impactful because he'll, he'll put it in context of the young engineer who's working on a component of the Humvee. And they'll, they'll take time to bring those folks over, read these letters, hear the voicemails that they get. And again, it's just a really easy way to kind of communicate the broader purpose of what we're doing here. Um, so if there's opportunities like that within your own organizations, and if you are more hybrid or more remote, again, getting these stories out there kind of about what the broader purpose is, what you're trying to do, I think really kind of creates that glue and that sticky for our employees. So lastly, knew what the future of work would be like, I would be a gazillionaire because all you guys would be coming to me to be like, what is the secret sauce? We don't know. Um, and I, I truly believe that our purpose at our organizations are now revolving a lot more around culture and who we are and what we are doing as a company. Um, and right-sizing our real estate, our real estate um, to be together for those moments that really do matter. And has I, how I talked about creating a new role within the organization and doing this experience manager to really help foster those. Um, I think that's going to be the wave of the future. Um, like 10 years ago, sustainability became the big thing, right? And there was never sustainability roles within organizations. Now you can't go to one without there not being a sustainability role or 10. So I think these moments are going to be something that is of the future. I couldn't agree more. And I guess I'll just leave on a quick note of just, I feel like when you, when you find your passion, you find your purpose, and you find the organization of which to do that in, you, you just, you, you gain your wings and you can soar. And so to be able to provide that connection to our people, I think is where it's at as CRE leaders. Um, and so with that, we are, we are done. Um, if you want to connect with us, feel free. You can click on the, whatever those codes things are. I, this is the first time I've done it. Um, and it takes you to the LinkedIn. And um, if you've got any questions, we're happy to answer them. Otherwise, go leave with purpose. Thank you. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit CornetGlobal.org to learn more.